For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Are you kidding me? You are looking Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. It is Monday, January the 11th. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And uh, and Chris, I get to celebrate my birthday today by watching Alabama and Ohio State. That's a, that's kind of a unique thing right there. It really is. It's happened, I want to say, like two other times. Wait, um, that the national championship fell on your birthday or that Alabama played in the national championship on your birthday. Alabama played in the national championship oh game God. on my birthday. It's happened two other times. It's, it's something that most fan bases will never see in their life, and you get to see it on a specific day. It's happened three times yeah, total, m- multiple times. It's pretty insane. Like really, when you when you think about it, uh, this is what Saban's. And I'm the one that catches all the shit from fans on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. I take the fat guy. I, I think uh, I think it's I'm I'm not as uh, brazen as you are. I think that's the the proper term. <laughs> but either way, um, yeah, no, it's it's happened a couple other times. I should have probably looked it up. I'll I'll have those details uh, after the show. I'll figure that out. Uh, but either way, I get to watch Alabama play football tonight, and I am thankful. It is the end of the college football season. We will discuss that. Of course, there's a lot of NFL stuff going on. We're going to recap the NFL weekend. The Eagles, of course, looking for a new head coach. We'll talk about what happened there. Um, And, of course, I do want to get into college quarterbacks that transfer into weird scenarios and discuss uh, the idea of why they might do that. Before we get into all of it, winningcureseverything.com is the website. Of course, you can find everything that you need to know about us over there, everywhere that you need to be subscribed. The live show is Monday, Wednesday, Friday in the afternoons. And, uh, and then, of course, if you miss those, you can always grab the podcast from whichever podcast provider you would like to get them from. 
Uh, Apple Podcasts are our biggest one, of course. I think that's the same for everybody. And if you would, leave a nice five-star review over there. That would certainly help us out. Birdie jumps in. Uh, hey, men, my division pick so far, Saints minus three, Rams. Man, you are, it, it is Monday. We got a football game tonight, man. We, we are going to talk NFL picks on Wednesday. We have not had a chance to rehash what happened over the weekend yet. So we'll, we'll get into that, Birdie. Don't you worry about it. Matt jumps in. He said, what's up? What is up indeed? Uh, of course, if you are watching the show live, that means you are watching on either Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, or YouTube. Periscope will be gone by the end of March, so that will uh, that will turn over to, I guess, Twitter Live or whatever they're going to call it. Uh, but either way, you can watch the show live, and you can be a part of the conversation on any of those platforms. It will populate right there in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen. You can help drive the conversation. Chris, let's go ahead and jump into the biggest topic of the day, and that is that Doug Peterson has been fired by the Philadelphia Eagles. It came a week later than we are used to, I think. I don't believe it was a huge surprise. It's just a surprise on the timing, really. Um, but, man, I, this it, I, it felt like they were going to give him one more year, and the reports are that the owner of the team did not believe in Peterson's vision for getting the problem fixed, and I think that was probably the right call. So I think this is the right call. I do not think he's a good coach. I I never thought he was a good coach to begin with. I am shocked, though. This has to be the shortest tenure of a Super Bowl winning coach, right? I would that think so. won that team a Super Bowl. It's been, what, uh, three seasons since? Yeah, I was about to say, it's only been three or four seasons. I don't think anybody's ever been fired four years after winning the Super Bowl. But I don't believe it was unwarranted. No, I don't, I don't, I don't either, which is why I'm, I'm actually, I'm really shocked. Well, it's, it's, so we, we all came to terms, I believe we started to see it last year and then definitely saw it this year where that, that Super Bowl was won by Frank Reich. I, I think so. And I think everybody's realizing that here's the, so we used to live in a world of, of rules in the NFL there was a rule that you can't lose your job due to injury to where if you get hurt, somebody comes in and your backup plays better than you, eh, you're still owed your spot back. We don't live in that world anymore. There was a world in which, you know, if you won a championship, you got so much time that, that there are certain, now we still live in weird rules that I don't agree with all the time. The next quarterback to get the next contract has to be the highest paid ever. Like, I don't, I don't agree with that. Like I, I think if you're, you know, one of these mid-level market teams and you want, let, let's say you're the giants and you actually like Daniel Jones, whenever his contract is up, you shouldn't have to pay him $30 million to say you like him. Yeah. Is it okay to say, Hey, we, we want to build around you, but we're going to pay you 15 million bucks. Is that okay? Like, I like there are fine. rules like, that we still have that I disagree with. It seems like a lot of those rules are starting to be broken. Yes. Oh, oh most certainly. And, and in this situation, you know, we talked about what you just said, the injury situation, Philadelphia has had injury problems for what, three years. I mean, ever since the Super Bowl, they have had massive key pieces of that team that have been injured and you can blame it on that if you want to. I mean, a lot of people have talked about that over the years when they've told us, no, no, it's not that the Eagles are bad. They're just hurt. What? 
They've been hurt for three years. At some point, you have to develop the players. I was just about to say, we never gave Washington coaches that that pass. We didn't give Jay Gruden that pass. No. Because what Philadelphia has dealt with isn't what Washington's had to deal with with Jay Gruden in his era. Yeah. No, you're you're right. He didn't get that pass. And and I don't believe it is a pass. Um, Let's see. It was... uh, here well, we no, go. if he gets fired, no, he definitely didn't get yeah, a pass. There's, there's certainly no pass there. and and But I do wonder if maybe they gave him a pass last year. And this year, the Wentz situation became such a, a hot topic issue, a hot button issue, whatever you want to call it, that there was nowhere else to go. Like, I, there was no saving this team as long as Peterson was the coach. And all the stuff that happened at the end of the year with Nate Sudfeld and all the rumors that came out of that, there was no going back. I I wonder did did Peterson have something to do with Wentz's contract? And was he a Wentz guy? Was he pro Wentz? And did he fight for his quarterback to get paid? And then now he's kind of reneging on that deal and you know says, Oh, I can't win with this guy. I mean, I, I would love to know and only the owner, the 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 president, the GM and 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 Peterson know these things true, you know, or was he never a Wentz guy? And is this a thing where we're going to get somebody in here who can fix Wentz because we, we owe him too much money and we need to build around him. Like, I, I don't know the answer to that. I I'm, I'm very curious and I wonder, will we find any of this stuff out? Yeah, no, you're, you're right about that. Uh, Matt jumps in and said that Wentz started going downhill when his wife came along. Uh, wasn't he married like before he even got drafted? I, I, think I, don't, I, think, I don't know the answer to that. I think it's the same girl. Uh, Akbar I know, jumps in. I know in. very little about most of these people's personal lives. Agreed, so. agreed. Uh, Akbar jumps in. He said, hello, guys. And Taylor said, hello, lads. Of course, nice to see everybody in. Again, if you would like to jump in the comments section, you can most certainly. Um, so the, the Peterson thing, I don't believe is surprising. Would it surprise you if they go the route of an Andy Reid uh, assistant again? I mean, yeah, because I think I think these people try to get the best coaches they can. I don't think they care about who they come from or any of that. I think they're going to interview somebody. I do think a lot of these places like guys that they're familiar with. And so the the rumor has been uh, the, the quarterback's coach there that used to play for the Eagles. Like, there's always some familiarity with doing that. I never like that. I, I, I want no restrictions on who we're hiring as a coach. Yeah, I don't want anybody to say, you can hire anybody you want. As long as they're an alumni from here and they know this guy and they worked under this guy, you can hire anybody you want. Like, I I don't want that shit. No, let me just hire anybody I want. And if they succeed, I get part of that credit. If they fail, I fail. Go out and get the best guy. Yeah. I just, I've never, I want an offensive, you know, play caller and I want this and I want that. Or do you just want the best coach we can get? Taylor jumping in with the jokes already. I see is Gary pre-gaming with white claws. No, I am not pre-gaming with White Claws. I am going to have chicken wings tonight. I am going to have bourbon tonight. And I've got a fridge just completely chock full of Coors Light. So, I'm ready to roll. Uh, Matt said, if you mix all seven White Claw flavors in your Yeti cooler, it tastes like Starburst with the wrapper still on and pairs nicely with a felony trespassing charge. <laughs> That's, I think we can uh, we can ask, uh, who who was the Ole Miss quarterback? Chad? Uh, uh, you know who I'm talking about, right? Um, oh God, he, yeah, he just um, he he got drafted by the Broncos as Mister Chad Kelly. That's Kelly, it. That was Swag it. Kelly. Machine, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. That is him. Yeah, he was he was uh, Machine Gun Kelly. 
until there was an Kelly. actual Machine Gun Kelly, and then there was uh, Swag Kelly. And, uh, and yeah, now he's like this uh, pretty boy that looks like he should be in Hallmark movies. So, yeah. have you seen him recently? No. Uh, did he get Man, prettier? He, like, he got his hair cut all nice. He got kind of ripped and whatnot. Like, he looks... Like a, like a freaking male model. We're gonna, it's We're going to see him on The Bachelor, and he's going to end up on these TV deals for oh, yes. ESPN. He'll, he'll replace Jesse Palmer because Jesse Palmer's God. getting a little long in the tooth here. So. Moron. <laughs> Jesse Palmer will probably be on these uh, on these pregame shows for another, like, three decades. I oh, mean, he's, yeah, 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's insane. It's insane to see. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, um, I want to talk about Jarrett Garantano, uh, or Garantano, or whatever you want to call it. Um, This man decided, you know, he he was going to leave Tennessee, right? And that's perfectly fine. That's reasonable because they started to move away from him towards the end of the season. He decided he's going to transfer to Washington State. He's going to go play for our boys. That's about as far away from Tennessee as you can get. I think it is the furthest. Um, Yeah, and still be in the lower 48. It maybe, yeah, no. I, I mean, think, Hawaii I think would have obviously been farther. Yeah, I think I think staying in the continental United States that is yeah, the that's got to be the farthest, away. right? Think so. Think so. Um, can't, can't think of any place farther than that. What I'm trying to figure out, of course, obviously he's going to play for uh, for our boy um, Rolo. Uh, yes, Nick Rolovich. Um, I love that man. I I am I curious. Mentioned that on the show before. Well, <laughs> multiple times, multiple times. But hey, there is no limit to the times that we can say it. Um, I am surprised by this, however, because Jaden DeLora, the freshman quarterback this year, played really well and seems to have cemented himself in that job. Now, he he suffered an injury and all that kind of mess. Like, there was a lot going on here. COVID year, all that kind of mess. They didn't play many games. But it seems like he cemented his spot as the starting quarterback. The offense ran insanely well under him. Uh, They looked like a good football team again, even though they were picked to be awful. I do not understand why graduate transfer quarterbacks would go to schools where there is already an established starter that, and and I understand competition. I get that. But if you are heading into your last year, your last year of eligibility, the same thing happened with Anthony Brown going to Oregon, right? Now, that was still a competition. It wasn't the, the incumbent. But we've seen this multiple times. Um, you know, uh, Golson, the, uh, the guy from Notre Dame that went down to Florida and, and tried to take on the starter down there. It's like, why would you not go play somewhere where you know that you are going to win the job? It's a smaller school. Um, 
why why would you not do that? I don't understand. Uh, okay, all right. I, I actually have an answer for this. So I, I would love first to hear things. It. First things first is leaving Tennessee was a toxic relationship. If you're the starting quarterback at a place, and the fan base that has a massive fan base, by the way, loathe you and just says nothing but horrible shit about you. That's a, that's a bad relationship and you need to leave that. So yes. I'm, I'm good with him leaving it. Why he picks a place like that over a place where he can, let's say just walk into a starting job. I, I think he understands he's not playing at the next level. And so is he, is he going to a place where he might, I'm sure there's somebody in Rolovich's world that has connected to him through a coaching tree or something around the, cause, cause coach Rolovich has been around for a while yeah. or he, or he recruited him a long, long time ago. And, and he was like, you know what? This guy loved me and believed me in the past. I'm going to go, go play under him for my final year. And, and I'm going to learn under him. We don't know what Garantano's, you know, desires are after, after football, but if they are to coach, I think it would be wise for a former quarterback to learn from an offensive guy than from any of the people that he's learned from at Tennessee. That that does make perfect sense. I mean, that that's what Gardner Minshew was going to Alabama right. to do. You know, that's right. Yeah, because he was just like, well, I'm never going to play at the next level, so let me let me just go here and and kind of learn from these guys, and 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 then I can go to you know Mississippi and be a high school football coach or whatever. Um, and and you know, this is this is what happens. Uh, so that that doesn't shock me at all. I would I would be curious if we could ever find out is there any connection? Um, did did Rolovich recruit him, and was that where he was? You know, was he looking at maybe going to Hawaii before Tennessee came in, or was he highly recruited? Uh, or is there an assistant coach that he's close to, or that he's played under in the past that was like, look, you need to go learn under this guy. You need to go spend a year under this guy. If you get starting job, you get starting job. If you don't you're going to learn a whole different way of football because he is going to learn. I mean, it's going to be speaking a different language. Oh, certainly. Going going from the multiple different systems that he's been in at Tennessee as they have changed while he's been there to what Rolovich runs. Yeah, it's it, so that makes sense. And I guess when I when I wrote it down, I didn't think the whole thing through, but that that yeah. makes perfect sense in some of these guys are not interested necessarily in the next level. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, yep. they still want to stay in the game. And to do that, you need to learn under the best that you can with the best possible opportunity to do that. And I think you're, you're probably right on this. There's probably and I don't think, I don't think the window that. of the world was open for him to go just to anywhere either. That's true. Like I, 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 you know, to learn under one of the best offensive minds, well, he's probably not going to get, you know, a, 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 the state gig. And he's we, probably yeah. not going to get, you know, and I don't know what he desires or wants either. You we, know, we've I mean, said may, some, some foul things about JG on this show before. Yeah. Um, and, but they're and, all and football related. They're all just. They're I mean, all it, football yes. related. Nothing personal at all. I, I'm, I'm sure the guy's a great guy. He just he from what we've seen so far, he's not good at football. He he has all the talent in the world. It is yeah. it is between the ears. It's that decision that, making. But that's what I. Oh yeah. That's the problem with Jameis Winston. My entire time is yes. is this guy can make every throw on earth. He can't help himself but to cock it up. Yes. Yes, you're right. You are 100% right. Uh, ben said Arizona would have made sense. Um, let's see. We'll get to Ryan Johnson's question here in just a second. Uh, Akbar said, yesterday I was laughing my lungs out. Chris wanted Kyle to watch the full game of Browns domination. Uh, most certainly. 
Most certainly. I did. I uh, did. Darren jumps in. Lamar Jackson is the king. He will have another 100-plus yards next week. I have money on Moneyline and Conference Leader. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. Uh, Akbar said, Chris, yesterday, Browns game, uh, Kyle was not happy. Uh, this is true. This is true. Before we get to the NFL, tonight is the national championship game. I do want to talk about it for just a little bit. Obviously, over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF, uh, we have articles up over there. We have a preview video where we break down the game and give our picks, et cetera, et cetera. Um, on this, Ryan wants to know, hey, guys, I need prop help. Justin Fields over 300 passing yards and Smith over 120 receiving yards. So I don't necessarily like either of those. Devontae Smith, if uh, if Jaden Waddell is playing tonight, he is going to get some of those receptions. On top of that, you know that they are going to be keying on Smith. And Ohio State has talent. Now, the secondary is not good for Ohio State. But if you have Smith out there, uh, you have other options that will be open. Like So I, I would look for like Jalil Billingsley, the, uh, the tight end that has come on for Alabama. I would look for his over on receiving yards. You can find it at 40.5. You can find it at 42.5. I expect him to have over 50 receiving yards. So that's one that I would take. Uh, Justin Fields over 300 passing yards. Look, if Trey Sermon goes off, Fields ain't going to have to do that. And so I... You know, I would probably stay away from both of those props. But this is your thing. You put your money down on what you want to. I'm just telling you my thoughts on it. Uh, Chris, do you kind of you feel the same way? or would I, you... I can't. I can't. So I don't have the, the thing that you have that can read all of them. Once they're past the blue screen, I can't scroll back. So what were the props again? Uh, Justin Fields over 300 passing yards and Smith over 120 receiving yards. I mean, I think the Smith thing could happen. I absolutely do. I think they're going to feed that guy. I, I just, at, at some point in time, you know, if Ohio State's front can get any kind of pressure at all, then then Jones is going to 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 go to the guy he's most comfortable with, and that's Smith. Oh, that, that makes sense. No, I don't. I don't like the sermon one because of what you said. Uh, I, I think um, or the uh, Fields one uh, just because. <sighs> It's a lot. It's a lot of yards. Yeah. It is a lot of yards. No, I can see both of them happening. I actually don't mind the Smith one. Um, Darren McArdle, do you think Ohio State scores first? I, I think it, got no idea. I think whoever wins the coin toss. That's what I was first. gonna say. I think I think it depends on the coin toss. <laughs> oh, it's just ridiculous. Um any any additional thoughts? I mean, we have not seen who is going to be out for Ohio State. Uh all the rumors are that it is going to be uh, defensive tackles that are out for them. If that is the case, this game's uh, going to be a bloodbath. I'm just saying, man. I told you before this, b- before the whole thing started, when we did our SVR thing. I just, I don't see a world in which Ohio Ohio State played at the very ceiling of the of their life of their abilities to uh, a week ago. Yeah, okay? to be to be Clemson. That, that's the truth. All right, that was their ceiling, and that was their Super Bowl, and they look like it. Okay, and Alabama, they didn't even play their ceiling. They didn't even come close to their ceiling. They beat the hell out of Notre Dame. So they have no reason to not try to reach the ceiling tonight. I'm not saying they're going to beat them by 50. I'm not saying they're going to beat them by 20. I'm not saying any of that. But to beat them by more than than a touchdown, that yeah, I think that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see it. Ten um, points is 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 a short number to me. I'm. I'm still taking Ohio State. I I expect them to be able to keep this game close because I don't know that Alabama's defense is going to... Like, Malachi Moore is questionable for this game. But to think that Alabama won't get a stop or two the whole game? 
I I think that they will get some stops, but I also think that Ohio State can get stops. No, I don't. That's the thing. That's where we're different is I don't. Okay. I, I just don't. Uh, ben jumps in. He said, I miss defense. I, yeah, me and you both. I mean, both. I do too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's the way we were raised on football. You know, I don't need it to be the the Alabama LSU game of the century. You know, three to nine game again. But I'd, I'd like, I'd like a, I'd like something where the where both teams stay in the thirties. Yeah, that's it, it. Would feel. I mean, I'm not asking. I'm not asking for a lot. I'm just saying a 63 point total would be normal to me right yes. now. Yes, a hundred percent. I'd I'd be totally fine with that. Um, I don't know that we're gonna get it. I mean, I fully expect over seventy five in this game. Oh yeah, no, um, the, no, no. The 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 only bet that I, I would yeah, I would I would hang everything on is is the over. Darren thinks uh, that the under is gonna hit, and Ryan Johnson said is Harris gonna go off rushing? Um, I. It depends on if those defensive tackles are out for Ohio State. It depends on they, how many. Are I actually gone. do think Harris. If those tackles are out. Saban's yeah. going to uh, exploit the hell out of them. Oh, yes. Oh, most certainly. Most certainly. So, um, you know, we, we've talked multiple times. Go over and watch the SBR uh, picks video on YouTube about our, you know, our preview of this game and whatnot, what we like about it. I will say this. Uh, the Mac Jones total of 320-something passing yards or whatever, I, I worry about that one. I was, my first instinct was no way. No way he or no, I think it was like three forty. I said there's no chance. And then I started actually doing some research into that side of the ball. One because I, you know, if the defensive tackles do play, um, if they're not missing that many guys, I think Ohio State can stop the run. But if they do that, that opens up a ton of passing lanes and whatnot. And Ohio State is number one oh nine in the country as far as teams that play five defensive backs the least. They put their guys on islands. All the time, yeah. So, that's why. That's why I don't think Alabama's going to get stopped at all. That's a, you. You might be right about this. I've watched this Ohio yeah. State team a lot, Gary. I really have. I watched a shitload of Big Ten football this year. Yeah, yeah. You're uh, you're right. You're right. Uh, McKinnon said Ohio State also hasn't seen a team like Bama all year, even the Clemson game. Not even close. He said I'm still convinced Clemson got caught looking. Clemson is good enough to be that team, but they played way down. This Bama team is one of the better all around teams I've personally ever seen. Um, Akbar, I think Clemson played fine, and Ohio State just beat the hell out of them. I think that yeah. happens. Oh, 100%. But I think Clemson and Ohio State are even, okay? I think they are really, really, really close to being an even match. I think both of them are a significant rung under Alabama. Uh, Akbar said Alabama will play their hearts out today. They will bury Ohio State in the woods. Um, I think so. Ryan said the Jets are going to be watching this game closely. What would that be for? Well, they got two first-round picks. I guess, yeah, that makes sense. That makes they're sense. trying to figure out his field's the guy for number two. That's probably a lot of what they're watching. But then, remember, they got the second pick also from Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I would have to imagine that. And that pick's fields, like, I don't know, like 20th, yeah, 22, I, something like that. If so. I were going to do that, I would take Panay Sewell at that number two slot, and I would take a quarterback at that number 20 slot. Darren, field, I don't know that Fields is going one just because no, 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 um, no. Urban is there. Urban didn't recruit Fields. Urban Fields never played for Urban. Yeah, his, his, he has no ties to him whatsoever. And and even if he did, uh, Fields is not the quarterback that that Trevor Lawrence is. He's mm. just not. I, I I agree with that. I think Trevor is a better quarterback than Fields. I 
I used to say I don't think Trevor is going to be as I, I still think Fields is going to be very, very impressive in the NFL because of what the NFL has become. I, I agree with you. I The other side of this is, man, there have been flaws in Fields' game this year that have been exposed. Now, Clemson was not able to expose them, but if you get pressure on Fields... Hang on now. Wait a minute. Josh Allen has flaws you could drive a damn Mack truck through, and he's in the conversation for MVP this year. While a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL are better than they've ever been, they all have massive flaws still. No no one is a perfect quarterback anymore. That's a, you know, that's a very, very valid I mean, point. There was a day right. where Russell Wilson looked like he was perfect, and he is just not anymore. Oh, Every one of these guys, we thought Patrick Mahomes had no flaws. Patrick Mahomes struggled to score touchdowns the last three weeks of football. I, nobody has flawless, so I don't care. I have learned in the NFL, my NFL watching days – this is why I cover this stuff closer and I'm I just more knowledgeable about it is Bill Belichick has taught the entire league. Don't show me what a guy can't do. Show me what he can do. That is a, that is a very valid point. Darren, and Fields can do just now. He's not as good as Lawrence. I do think he's a rung behind Lawrence, but I don't think that rung is very far. And I think Fields will be an exceptional NFL player. Darren said, what if he wins over Alabama tonight? Um, it doesn't matter. He's still not yeah. his body of work. Trevor Lawrence is going to go down as a Peyton Manning or an Andrew Luck type specimen. Yes. That, I don't know anything that's changing that. I agree. Akbar said, where do you think Fields will go in the NFL? And who knows? I ain't we, got a we damn got... clue about that. Outside of one, because number two is the Jets, I, I got no no clue what that team's going to do. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's no telling. Uh, it, we, we'll know. I mean, we got If it was a normal months. team, like if <laughs> – if if the you know hell I don't know if the if the Chargers had that number two pick I, they're going to take the best offensive lineman in football yeah. or they're going to take some monster defensive player like I could tell you because they're established and stable I got no idea about the Jets and the Jets need all twenty two positions. Terry jumps in. What's up? Happy birthday to the little man! You're going to go to the Lollipop Guild for your birthday. Oh Terry, don't be a Terry. dick. How, Don't how be a terrible. dick, Terry. How my, that's terrible. not called for. Uh, the NFL draft is not until April, so we have a long time to discuss fields, and there is still a data point sitting on the table. So we'll see what he looks like tonight, and then we'll go from there. So, you know, I will. I do really like this quarterback class. I think seven are oh, going to yeah. go in the first round, and I think out of those seven, I think five are going to be real good. Yeah. Like yeah. like real good starters. I do. I, 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 I just do. I, I think you might be right about that. I think you might be right. I mean, I might be wrong, but but I like the guys yeah, coming out. That's, I'm I'm not saying that all of us are uh, like I'm not saying any of our predictions are perfect, but, uh, no, but you could but, definitely be right about it. Like, I I yeah. do not disagree that there are seven really good quarterbacks in this draft, and and the fact that Zach Wilson has has been labeled a top five pick, uh, that is pretty nuts. Then of course you got I think Trey he Lance. Is, though you got, I do. I, yeah, I, think I mean, I think I think the conversation is Fields or him. I like Fields a little better than him, but I've also seen Fields play with a lot better talent. Zach Wilson's played with, you know, 28-year-old men. That's okay? true. And, and whatever. So uh, somebody asked on here about Ritter. Ritter's going back to Cincinnati. Ritter will be in next year's conversation. Yep, yep. Uh, let's see, Akbar said today's Gary's birthday, right? He was hoping the game doesn't get, spo- uh, get postponed. Yes, it is my birthday, and, uh, and you're right. I was hoping it would not get postponed. I get to have football on my birthday. I am happy about that. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into the NFL stuff. 
Of course, Wild Card Weekend was this past weekend. We got six games instead of the typical four, and it made for a very interesting weekend. Football all day long, both days, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, let's just take them in order. Bills beat the Colts 24, uh, 27-24. Excuse me. Josh Allen, 324 yards, passing two touchdowns. Um, Stephon Diggs was ridiculous. Six receptions, 128 yards, one touchdown. Uh, that That offense is almost unstoppable. Yeah, they're good. It's, I'm if if we can get so I I told you guys this last night. If we can get the Bills and the Browns in the AFC Championship. It's game, a big if, brother. Oh, it's definitely a big if, but It's a big if. We're not talking about anything crazy necessarily for the Bills. You know, I mean, yeah, they they got to beat the Ravens at home, but like we've seen that before. We've seen the That's Ravens right. lose in the playoffs. Um you got to get the Browns to go to Kansas City and win. And and like you said, Kansas City hadn't hadn't done all that well, but uh, really hadn't. Yeah, uh, Matt, Matt jumps in. By the way, uh, love the f bomb dropped on, dropped on Nickelodeon coverage. Did you watch the Nickelodeon? I, I watched zero of it. I like Romo. Okay, if you're gonna pick one, pick pick one where 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 Aikman is calling or somebody crappy is calling the game. You can't take me off of Romo. I, I totally am with you. Now I had. I will tell you this: I do think Romo and them got the shittiest game of them all, and yes. I predicted that that was going to be the most boring game of them all. You were right. CBS. It's so weird. Didn't we grow up in a day and an age where CBS only did AFC stuff? And I, maybe it wasn't a rule. And and the NFC was Fox. Like, uh, like yes, what, was no, that no, a no. thing? The, the TV contract stuff got uh, got switched around a little bit. Okay. Well, um, now it's it's a free for all, and I don't care that they get stuck with 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 an in, uh, uh, NFC game. I care that the best call game by the best guy in the business is the worst football game there is. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. It was ridiculous. So anyway, either so way, no, I didn't watch Nickelodeon. Um, I right, so. It, I I had it so because I mean obviously you I saw see everything me. that was funny to see about it on Twitter. Yeah, that's I I had it on one of the TVs and I had the actual like the actual broadcast with the sound up on the other side, um, and it I thought it was entertaining. Like my son yeah. thought it was hilarious. Yeah, so, I do I do think that that was that's a good way to get kids involved in football. Yeah, I mean it's, it's I'm gonna tell you this: baseball needs to do this. That's the sport very, that needs to do this very much. So, so yeah. That, that would be super smart. But uh, Nickelodeon, of course, owned by Viacom, which is a uh, the same company that owns CBS and all that good stuff. Yeah. So is what it is. Uh, Camden Church wants to know who comes out victorious, Tampa Bay or Drew Orleans. Uh, we'll talk about that on Wednesday. Yeah. So, right now we're just kind of recapping what, uh, what went down. Um, were you surprised at all that the Colts were able to hang in this game? No, I wasn't surprised. I, I got it. I got the pick wrong, but I wasn't surprised. I mean, this Colts team is really good. They can run the football on anybody. They do have the best offensive line in the game. Um, they're literally the first drive of the game, like the first three plays, they just ran the ball right behind Quentin Nelson and Quentin Nelson was just bulldozing people by himself, just pushing two blockers out of the wire, two defenders on the ground. I just thought, this guy takes other grown men that are the scariest people like in their world and just pushes them around. Like yeah. I push my kid around. Oh, it's, that, it's that's ridiculous. insane to me. Hey, Quentin Nelson. Yeah. You, you talked a lot about Quentin Nelson. 
Uh, he's he, nasty. Yes, he's, he is. He's everything you want in an offensive lineman. Joe Thomas was a, a likable, nice guy that everyone loved. He told funny stories, and he made people laugh on the field. Quentin Nelson, it, it just is a nasty guy. Yes. And and he will beat the hell out of you in that line. And he's tough. I'm, I'm curious to see if the Colts end up taking a quarterback in the first round. Um, I think they're going to. You know I, I do. I think so as well. I think that they decided that Rivers ain't the dude. And mm. it, well, it, it, so Rivers can like the ceiling is about here with him. Yeah. I think you bring in a rookie quarterback and get him to learn under Frank Reich, and you can go out and sign some some dudes with that money yeah. that's left over after Rivers. Well, they so, have already they already have even keeping Rivers because Rivers has a contract for next year. Um, even keeping Rivers, they have like ninety million dollars to get. They have the most cap space out of anybody in the league, which yep. is why everyone says, "Well, they're just going to go get wins." Just because you have a lot of money doesn't mean you piss it away on something broken. Exactly, exactly. So I, I I'm looking forward to seeing what they bad do arguments. The, uh, the Rams and the Seahawks. This one was surprising. Uh, DK this, Metcalf. This game was surprising. DK Metcalf had two touchdowns, five receptions, four ninety-six yards. Russell Wilson, eleven out of twenty-seven, one hundred and seventy-four yards, two touchdowns, and of course, the one interception. Um, this team did not look good. They, uh, you know, they lost a fumble. They, I mean, they they just they kind of got whipped in that the second en- quarter. The entire. I'm talking last four or five games of the season. Their offense just went from being one of the best offenses in the game to just dog shit, man. And I don't know what happened. They all right. So so the not last, not good. You're talking about oh, we're talking struggling bad. to get like 17 points. They lost to the Giants 17 to 12, and then they won four straight at the end of the season. They beat the Jets 40 to three. They beat Washington 20 to 15. They beat the Rams 20 to nine. They beat the 49ers 26 to 23. I I just don't know. Like so beginning of the season, they scored 38, 35, 38, 31, and that was on the Falcons, Patriots, Cowboys, and Dolphins. They scored 27 against the Vikings in a win, 34 against the Cardinals. I mean, they they were putting up routinely, you know, 30 plus points. Then they get to the Rams and they only put up 16 in a loss. And you know, and then it was twenties from there on, except for against the Jets. And I don't know what happened. Like there was, there was a clear line where Russell Wilson went from being incredible to being okay. Something's wrong with this dude. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. Like it, 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 there was no injury to blame it on. There was nothing like that. It was, it was almost like at the same time, all of the the defensive coordinators left on the schedule all figured out. Oh wait, that's what he's doing. Okay. Now so now we know how to stop him. And they all figured out how to stop him immediately. <laughs> Matt jumps in. He said, woman issues. I don't think that was it. I just, uh, you know, uh, there I mean, was he, something. He was married was. to somebody who he. I would not have guessed him to be married to. This is, this is entirely I mean, true. That is definitely a relationship that I look at and say, I don't understand this one at all. No. Neither one of you people look like y'all would like each other. Seattle uh, was 12-4 and four on the season. Um, and and the Rams not far behind. They were ten and six. No, but we did not expect this out of out of the Rams. I found it very funny. Uh, it, our group chat. Somebody asked, "Okay, so what do like what do the Rams do if like if they win this game? Do they stick with Jared Goff, or do 
do they wait what, and see what's going on with Walford? And what what I don't understand about this game is if golf is healthy enough to play as well as he played, why the hell was he not playing? That's that's my question. Like, what, what why are, we are you going about? with the dude that was going to school to be a damn accountant? I don't get it. I don't. Understand. That doesn't make any sense at all to me. I can't do the math on what these teams are thinking. Like it's the playoffs. If Walford you, stays in that game, I think we get a different game. Yes. Yes, I really 100%. do. Like I don't understand. I know I'm trying to make an excuse for why I lost this pick, but but I, damn, no, this if, guy is not good at football. Why on earth did I think that he would be able to help this team win? And he didn't look good, and and he struggled, and then he gets hurt, yes. and then golf can magically play. Wait a minute. If he could have played, why wasn't he the starter to begin with? Because it, like that's the thing. It's the playoffs. Why is he not playing? Like that, yeah. that made no sense. To they me. saving him for next week. You got me. Like I, now, I will say this: it, it was very visibly the defense that that got this W. Like it, the Rams' defense had something figured yeah. out, and and they were able to shut down Seattle pretty easily. Um, it was it was very surprising. This game was just incredibly surprising to me. So you know, DK Metcalf did what he does. Tyler Lockett had two receptions for forty three yards. Um, other than that, I mean. 11 receptions. They ran the ball 25 times. They only threw it uh, 27. Um, and that's only because they got behind. Like, this was, again, early on, it, this is what Seattle does, especially when they get into a tight situation. They, it, Pete Carroll and, and Schottenheimer want to run the football. And they, they did not have the dudes to be able to do that against that Rams defense at all. So it was, it was shocking to me in the second quarter, Russell Wilson only had – like 10 minutes left in the second quarter, he only had four uh, pass attempts. Like, what are we doing? You know, it, it was just a poorly called game, a poorly, like, just everything about this game was weird. Uh, Cam Akers was was the dude, by the way. Yeah. 28 no, carries, right. 131 yards, one touchdown. Just, I mean, they rode that dude into the ground. Um, yeah. And they, I think they'll do it again next week. So I, I do think they'll do it again next week, and they're playing the one team that you can kind of do that with if they can handle the cold of Lambeau. You are correct. Uh, Terry said it was all that weed and dumbass videos he was making distracting him from football, talking about Russell Wilson. Uh, McKinnon said we're going to hit on uh, Heineke at all. One game wonder like Foles or the real deal. Uh, ben said earn himself a job next year. You know what? Let's go ahead and uh, and discuss that. Tampa Bay got into a ball game, and I don't think they expected it. Uh, 30, I didn't expect it. <laughs> 31-23, uh, the Buccaneers beat the Washington football team, and look, Heineke was, like, lights out kind of in this game, man. He made some obvious mistakes. Um, One interception, you know, one touchdown, 306 passing yards. He was 26 out of 44. He ran the ball six times for 46 yards and one touchdown. Uh, He was their offense. He made the whole thing go. You know, he played in the XFL. He, I I just, you know, Tom Brady was was good, 22 out of 40 for two touchdowns, 381 yards. Leonard Fournette, 19 carries, 93 yards, one touchdown. I – so does this uh, does this worry you at all about Tampa Bay, or was this like we just saw something from Washington that we have not seen? No, this is a hard-fought team. This is a well-coached team. We know that in Washington. And, uh, and, yeah, I mean, I think the defense got caught completely off guard. I think they were expecting to come into this game where Washington was going to be very run-heavy, very conservative on offense because they had a very unproven quarterback. And, and that's not what they got hit with. 
And, you know, a little bit of shame on them for not being ready for it. But also when, once you get on your heels like that, it's, you know, it's hard to adjust in the middle of the game and you just got to kind of hang on for dear life. And they hung on for dear life and they still got the win and, 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 and whatever they, they were, I mean, they were never really in danger of losing, you know, they were always kind of up, yeah. up by 10, up by three, up by 10, up by three. And so, you know, that's where you want to be in those types of situations if you get caught off guard. And instead of getting down by 10, and then you're constantly playing catch up. Uh, so, you know, I do think Heineke is, he impressed me. Okay. And he's 100% worth a job next year. If I was Washington, I, I would look to see where you fall in this draft, what quarterbacks fall to you, and maybe. It, you know, if if you don't want one of those guys for whatever reason, Kyle Allen and and Heineke, you know, as your quarterbacks for next year, you could do a lot worse. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, McKinnon said he strikes me as a dude that is a solid backup that a team like KC that relies so heavily on their quarterback ought to pay well to be a backup just in case Mahomes goes down. Uh, he definitely has that that playmaker mentality, right? He's yeah, he's he's a little bit of a gunslinger. A little bit. Um, I, but see, I, you know what? I kind of like that in my backup. More than, I, like, I would rather have Fitzmagic as my backup than uh, Josh McCown, okay? I, I don't need stable and stability and, it, it, you know, even Andy Dalton. Like, I don't need, like, professional quarterback, mediocre. Because once the backup comes in, you're already behind the eight ball anyway. Yeah. So let's let a rip tater chip and let's see if we can catch lightning in a bottle. We're going to win some that way. We're going to lose some that way. But damn, this guy's not supposed to win or lose anything anyway. I've seen Josh McCown come in, play stable, be the adult in the locker room, and lose all of them. So, yeah. you know, you lose them all close and well, moral victories don't matter. So let's just, I, I like the let it rip guy as a backup guy. Yeah, no, I'm I'm certainly in favor of that. And I can't tell you that he can't start. Um, Camden Church asks, before we get into the Sunday games, where do y'all want to see Deshaun Watson land, and where do you think he lands? I want the Saints to make some moves and snag him, but I think he'll end up in San Francisco or Miami. So I don't know about the Miami stuff. Um, I, it wouldn't shock me to see Miami make, uh, make well, a move like that. They've got the assets for it yeah. because there's a report saying that he's going to take three first-round picks. And I, I think he's worth that. Yeah. Well, I do. I do too. You know. I do too. By but the way. I, I, I do wonder. Um, you know, like he signed so, this deal. I, I think I, I have, I have strong opinions about this. I've made them known on social media before. Go ahead. Um, and 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 I, everybody always comes across like, like I'm an asshole for this. He signed this deal after they traded away Hopkins. This was not before Hopkins. This is after Hopkins. Yep. After they had traded away all the draft picks that they traded away, and after they had signed all the people that they had signed, he was the last to get signed. He signed a contract leaving his team with no assets and no money. They have no draft picks and no money. He knew exactly what he was getting into. At that point in time, Bill O'Brien was his head coach and his general manager, and he signed that deal. And now he's upset that they don't ask his opinion about who they're going to hire as a GM which why you would be shocked that they hired the guy that they wanted to hire last year. I don't understand your shock. Okay. I don't either. Why did you say you didn't have to sign that extension? He would have been a free agent after this year. They could have franchised him for next year, but we have seen players fight that franchise tag. 
We have seen players say, if you tag me, I'm definitely going to leave and I'm going to stay in your division. I'm going to go to a contender. And, and so a lot of times, if, if you make it clear you want out, they won't franchise tag you, or they will, and you just have to suffer the consequences the next year. So he would be gone after next year anyway. I don't know why he signed the deal. And at some point in time, you've made yourself to a point where a team not only has to give up three first-round draft picks, but then they have to pay you this large sum of money, which you're worth every bit of the money. But are you worth money and assets? Because the reason the draft picks are valuable is now we can load the team around you with cheap rookie contracts. You've taken away the ability for the team that you go to to be able to do that. Well, on top of that, um, it's like you just said. He threw away his opportunity to pick. To pick where he gets to go. Like that's on him. He yes. he has the right to name his own spot without that team giving up anything extra after next year. Worst case scenario, and there's a chance he could do it this year if he could talk the the, the Texans into not franchising him. Yep, yep. I mean, it just that's it, on him, man. Yeah. Or or that's he could on just, him. He could just I, sit I used around. To say, and, listen, I used to say the same shit way back when. God, 25 years ago about Scottie Pippen. I wasn't crying in your rivers for Scottie Pippen to sign these bad contracts. You agreed to him, bro. Yes. Like if you sign a bad contract and everybody out here says that was dumb and then you're mad about your contract, I can't help you, man. I can't I can't help you. Yeah, you had the opportunity to to wait until the season uh season was over and pick and choose where you wanted to go. Have people Different suitors. You know what he in. got? He got guaranteed money. He got paid this year. And if he would have got hurt, if what happened to Dak Prescott happened to him, he would have been set for the rest of his life. Yes, he got that security. You know what that security cost him? The right to be able to pick and choose where he gets to play football now. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Now, That's maybe, on you, man. Maybe the Texans make a great hire. Doubt no, it. but uh, they but, might, they might, and maybe, maybe they make you know chicken salad with the chicken shit they have for assets because they have no money to sign people. Maybe they can figure this thing out, and that's all, and he is a hell of a talent. Jesus, I want him on the Patriots, but I don't, I don't know how to get there. You got to yeah. have a team that's willing to give up three or four first round draft picks. Yes, and I, I, there's very few teams that have the ability to. do I mean, that. right now because the Dolphins have two first rounds this year, you basically would be giving up your first round picks this year and your first-round pick last year, and then and then you get Watson. Or if they make you give them three and Tua, which I've heard that price being thrown out, you're That's basically just giving up uh, this year's first round and next year's first round and the guy you drafted last year for, for a, a known, proven commodity, and you've got the cap space to make that work, um, you know. But yeah, I could see that. They're the only team I can see has the assets for it, though. I agree. I, I just I, I don't think anybody else has uh, has the ability to get that deal done. You I don't know? either. So. I, and that's that's and, and it's, the it's reason that to, is because he makes if they yeah. if he was to do a sign and trade if he was to tell them yeah all right you franchise me but I want out and they franchise him and then they get a first round draft pick for him because somebody's getting him on a one year deal franchise tag deal and they get a first round pick they didn't lose him for nothing yeah. like that would have been better for him. And that would have been better for the team, and it would have been better for the team he's going to. 
Yeah. That would have been better for everybody involved, but he fought and he played hardball and he got his money. Congratulations. I never fought people for getting their money, but you don't get to bitch after you get your money. Yeah. I, I just, I'm sorry. What, what difference would it make if, if Bill O'Brien was the head coach and you're still a four and 12 football team? Nothing. Like was he still going to complain after the season? I, I mean, don't know. I, I don't that's, understand. That's it. the problem. Is is it's it's not like he had all these agreements on you know I get to pick the next coach and I get to pick the next GM because those jobs weren't open when you signed the deal. Yeah. Uh, McKinnon, by the way, jumps in. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones with a first round pick for Watson. No, I, I don't. No. Think Why so. would they do that? I mean, that didn't. Why would the Houston do that? I don't well, know that Houston the, has the money to pay both those guys, by the way. At, those are two big contracts. At the same time, uh, I mean, Houston's made bad deals before, but that was always that was lame. Bill O'Brien made bad deals. No, this new guy's this new guy learned under Bill Belichick. He's yep. not going to go in and make bad deals. He's going to make cheap-ass deals. Yeah, but Bill O'Brien learned under Bill Belichick, too. No, Bill, O'Bri- Bill O'Brien was a coordinator under Belichick. This guy's been a personnel guy under Belichick. Hit McKinnon said, Houston does some stupid shit. I'm hopeful. Like, no, yeah, yeah, but that's I mean, but that's the problem is that's, that's just hoping Bill that's O'Brien just did, and and that's the issue. So yep, I don't want right. that job. I would take it because it's a lot of damn money, and I make you know <laughs> five figures right now. Damian, so Damian Johnson Watson for Foles and Trubisky, please. <laughs> I just want I I want to know this: if they would take two first round draft picks, they could probably get him moved pretty easily they've got to be willing to take two first round draft picks for yes them, just and i'll on. tell you i think two first round draft picks is actually a steal i think so too because if you're houston it makes your team it just gives you flexibility you yes. know you you have to reset an entire culture in that locker room and sometimes it's better to do that with a with a new voice especially and we, the, and we have seen and listen if you can't get, I would I would take two first and two second, something like that. Yeah, because we've seen tons of talent. The the we just talked about how there's seven quarterbacks that are going out in this draft that I think go in the first round. You're probably right. Four of those go in the first round, and three of them go day two. Like like you can change your stars with the amount of talent that's coming out of college that's pro ready. That that literally offensive linemen this year for the first time in my life I've seen rookies come in year one at the offensive line position and wreck offenses. Just yeah. be great. Quarterbacks have become a start immediately. Receivers have become a start immediately. Running backs have always been start immediately. Like edge rushers, these guys, it doesn't take four or five years, three years like it used to, to learn these systems and hold a clipboard. If you can get four picks for him, all in the top, you know, 36 yeah. or 48, I think I think it would be worth it. You can rebuild your franchise very quickly that way, and that um, opens the door to many other teams being able to do it because a lot of teams would probably be willing to deal two ones, two twos. So, uh, Denver wants, like he said, uh, my my dog wants out. No, that is the that's the front door. Sookie doesn't go out that door. Just so everybody that's watching understands, uh, somebody was outside delivering something or whatever. So that's that's what's going yeah, on. She didn't like it. Yep. You got it. She's protecting the house. Uh, McKinnon said, one of these teams that needs uh, mostly only a quarterback ought to trade most of their picks for Watson because he's a known fantastic quantity. Uh, well, even still, you still got to have all the other stuff to make him good. Obviously, we saw Watson go four and twelve this year. I don't so. know if they can. I don't know if they can financially handle it. I really do think that Washington is a quarterback away from being a, a Super Bowl con- contending team. 
Yeah. Okay. I think I, I, I really do think that that team is a quarterback away from being elite, elite. Uh, Ryan wants us to go ahead and talk about Sunday, so let's go ahead and do that. Um, right. Ravens, but and not Titans. because he told us to. <laughs> not because you told us to, Ryan, but because it is time to move the show along. We're uh, we're fifty minutes deep already. So, um, Ravens, Titans. Lamar Jackson gets his first playoff win. Uh, 17 out of 24 passing, 179 yards, one interception. He ran the ball 16 times for 136 yards. The Titans had no answer. Derrick Henry, 18 carries for 40 yards. He he had over 200 rushing against them last year. And the Ravens shut that ish down. Um, uh, there were times where he yeah. hit the hole and he fell backwards, like, quickly. It was, it was strange. Not, not like see. tackled, stood up, and then the guy... Pushed him backwards, like he hit, and he went backwards. Yes, I've never seen that happen, and I don't. And he hit like a pile, so I don't know who he hit, but I've never seen that happen to him. So the a lot of people, of course, online talking about the Ravens dancing on the uh, on the logo and whatnot when they finally wrapped up the win. They got that last interception. Um, yeah, the Titans did that at the Ravens earlier this season. Yeah incredibly dumb move by them because obviously you don't know who you're going to face in the playoffs and all that kind of mess. But uh, at that point, it looked like they kind of owned the Ravens and they obviously did not. The Ravens had a bone to pick here. They had a chip on their shoulder, whatever cliche you want to say. And they certainly played like it. Uh, It's the first time the Ravens in forever, the last four seasons plus have come back from 10 points down in a game to actually win the game. Um, and the Titans did this last year against Kansas City. Went up 10-0 yeah. in that game. Uh, got beat, what, 35-24 in that one? Yep. In this situation, they went up 10-0, and the Ravens outscored them 20-3 the rest of the way. The game was kind of domination, I, I guess the, you could say. The, it's, the, run, the run by Lamar is the most exciting run I've seen him have in a that long was time. insane. Maybe, maybe ever. Oh, my God, this that burst of speed. Whew, man. This guy's special. Oh, yeah. Oh, and most Angel, certainly. I, I this guy's been in the league for three years now, okay? And people were like, finally got the playoff monkey off his back. Michael Jordan didn't even make it to the playoffs his first three years. What are we talking about with these guys? That's a, Well, this is his third time to make it to the playoffs and first time to Yeah, the one. fact that he made it to the playoffs three years in a row as a rookie and then his second year in, that's a big – come on. I'm with you. I, I'm not arguing. I think the that. expectations for people have to be dumbed down a little bit. Well, th- he was also voted as the MVP last season. Now, you know, all like right. If we're, if we're giving he, MVPs, he deserved it. He earned it. That's a yeah. regular season award. And so, of course, if he didn't win in the playoffs last year with a 14 and two team at home against a nine and seven team, yeah, it's going to be people talking about it. Uh, Ryan Johnson, no, uh, no offense, but Lamar's career is going to be very short if he runs like that in the defenses. Um, well, I mean, he's been doing it for three years. And he did it all throughout college, too. So, I mean. Uh, so, I, I, the game has changed a lot. So, it, it is possible to get away with it. Um, there are defenses that won't allow him to do that. The Titans are not one of them. Yeah. Um, we, we've talked about how bad night. The, the fact that this game did not go over is is surprising to me. Like, I fully expected both teams in the 30s here. Uh, just like the first game was. But. Yeah. You know, it's these playoff games get a little little crazy. So, I I look at it and I think <laughs> Matt stuff on here. Good lord, um, I I look at it as Baltimore had a chip on their shoulder. 
their defense did, and they shut down the only thing that works for the Titans in the playoffs. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's stat line, 18 out of 26 for 165 yards and one touchdown. That is not going to win a lot of playoff games. Um, They paid this man a ton of money last season, coming off of a terrible playoff performance, but he got him to the AFC Championship game. So they felt like they had to pay him, and now they're stuck. Like there's this is this is why I don't why do you got to pay him so much? I don't why, understand. Why was it. why could you not offer him seventeen million dollars last year? Who were the other suitors for him? <laughs> this is this is the problem. Like, I don't understand this. Like why can't I sit down with you and say, hey, we really like what you did last year? Can can we? I would like to give you seventeen million dollars. Is that okay? Like who are you playing hardball with? I, I don't understand it. it like somebody else will come over the top and pay you thirty? It's college coaches all over again. I know. Oh my gosh. I know. And, and it's just with quarterbacks though. That's it. That's yeah. the one position where these Ugh. GMs seem to lose their damn mind because if they don't sign the quarterback they drafted, they feel like it's some damning indictment on them. Yeah. It, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, oh. You know, we're talking just over 200 yards of offense. And I like the guy. Um, I like that. This was the best offense in football most of the year. Okay. Yeah. They were great. Now we got into some play calling issues. The the punt that everyone is talking oh about, God. it's yeah. just wrong. It's just wrong. They 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 you cannot punt that football. No, you certainly can't. And the play call beforehand, you can't call that either. Um yeah. I, I like I just don't I just don't understand. You're third and two. If you want to throw the ball, I'm okay with throwing the ball. You have a very athletic quarterback. You gotta have a bootleg so he has a run option if the throw is not there. And the throw needs to go to the biggest monster on your team. In in uh, in 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 uh, Brown, that's that's it. Or yeah. you hand the ball to the other monster behind you. Those are your two play options. You you can't. Yes, I like Jono. I think Jono's a very good tight end. It don't. You have two monsters on your team. Monsters on your team. You need two yards. One of those guys have to get the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Or you have to it has to be just so wide wide open in the bootleg for you to you just run for it and get it safely and, and we'd be done with it. But I, I don't understand that. And then and then Mike Vrabel of all people, I mean this is a this is a an aggressive guy deciding to punt. And that was one of the things that let me down more than anything else. It's it's so I so part of me could understand it from the way that the game was going and you felt like Okay, well, we've held them to this many points so far. Um, let's, you know, let, we'll punt it back. It's 17-13. Our defense is held up okay. The the other part of this is you. they gave up 230-something rushing yards in this game. It, they, they were not stopping Baltimore. Like, That's why I didn't understand why he thought they could slow him down or stop him. I'm, this might be, like, the most non-scientific thing in the world. If I was a head coach or a GM of one of these teams, I would have somebody from my media department in the booth with the coaches, and I would just be putting up Twitter polls right and left. Okay, <laughs> and and if and if every member of the fan base that you're playing against says they want you to punt the football, don't punt the football. Okay, yep. if they all want you to go for it, you should probably punt the football. Yeah, right. I don't like like every Ravens. I had Ravens. Minus the three and a half. And when they punted that ball, I thought, ball, ball game. game. Yep. Cover. In the books, uh, they are waving the white flag. And the same thing happened last night, too. 
Uh, Akbar wants to know. Ahead time, but yeah. Akbar wants to know about rushing props for tonight. Look, uh, it's Najee Harris over under one fourteen point five. I would go under. Yeah, if, he's gonna catch the ball a lot. I think. It, well, that and if it, here's what I would wait on: if those defensive tackles are not playing for Ohio State, and we still don't know, it's four thirty, still hadn't come out yet. Um, you know, I would imagine we will learn about an hour, hour and a half before the ball game. Yeah. Wait for that to come out, and then decide what you want to do there. Uh, Trey Sermon over under one hundred and four point five. I would go over that. Um, I think Bama will give up uh, the the ground game, um, but they they're going to do everything Stop they the can. Ball deep. Yeah, they they're, yeah they're gonna, you're probably right. You're probably right. They're going to play. They're going to play the prevent defense at Cleveland. Played the entire game last night. Pretty much. Pretty much. It's frustrating as hell to watch, but it worked. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's hard to argue with the results, but. Well, that's I, it, a, we, is, it is it is frustrating as hell. Let's let's go ahead and uh, let's, all right. So Saints Bears twenty one to nine. The Bears didn't score a touchdown till the last play of the game. Um, you know the Nickelodeon stuff was fun. The the slime cam whatever uh, was fun on on that channel. Romo so and, I thought Huey said on here when somebody like snapped their leg and was being carted off, they slimed him too. Uh, no, it, I, I think he was just talking about like they should have. Uh, oh, okay. Because I, right. I don't I remember. Say, I was like, damn, that's cold-blooded right there. I don't remember that happening, but I'm my God. I'm not against it. I'm not really for it, but I wouldn't have been – I wouldn't be clutching pearls if I'd have seen it. I would have probably laughed at it. So. Uh, Damien, by the way, said that uh, Chris should be the Bears head coach. I'll take that job right now. I figured you might. Right now. But I, hang on. I need I need the ability to throw Ryan Pace out of a, out of a window, though. <laughs> or, or off the bridge into the river. That's so, fine. basically, you don't need to be head coach. You need to be head coach and GM. I need I need a Bill O'Brien I need the Bill O'Brien treatment. <laughs> yeah, hey, you'll take it for cheaper than uh, than what some of oh, the other yeah. guys are. Done, so. done, done. Yeah, the the wing pass that just went right through his hands. At what point in time is Khalil Mack legally allowed to uh, beat that guy to death? Um, I think like does he have to drop one more of those in a big like soul crushing playoff game? No, I think uh, I think that one because that this is the playoffs, man. This is there are no higher stakes. Every drop pass is is like a thousand drop passes in your life because you might not ever get that pass again the rest of time. Yeah. Uh I just don't think it, I think well, some so, of these players have the one of the downside of college football getting as big as it is, like you could play a big game in front of 130,000 people in college football and, like, not be the best receiver of all time. Like, that could happen on just a yeah. rando Saturday in Texas. You know what I'm saying? And Go I ahead. think these guys don't understand the magnitude of what these games mean sometimes when they oh, lose certainly. focus like that. Certainly. Um, it, there are some drops that are that are just different, right? This one... It wasn't like he was being, you know, it, he he wasn't trying to fight off a defender. Nope. It wasn't like a fastball right open, there. Perfect like, football throw, exactly yes. where he wants it, exactly where the quarterback wants it. You don't draw it up any better than that. Yeah, and and it just went right through his hands. That's a that's that a drop is, you'll never live down because yeah. that changes the game. Yes, because now the game is tied, and it was already a pretty low scoring game up to that point. And it was a pretty low-scoring game after that point. That changes all of the play calling for the That's rest it. of the game. It's impossible to predict how the game would have unfolded if that catch is made. Uh, we can't go back and, and, and undo anything. Matt said the F-bomb was the highlight of the game. 
Uh, yeah, there was a lot of talk about that. Uh, first, probably first f bomb that's ever been dropped on uh, on Nickelodeon, I would imagine. So, um, so that was a, a fairly boring game. Um, I know. definitely napped during that game. I napped during that game. Woke up, drank a pot of coffee to get ready for my game, and I was. And you didn't miss mm, anything. I was more nervous than I've ever been in, and it would not maybe not ever been. I was more nervous for this game in a long time. I thought we had a chance to win the game in spite of all the horrible things that have happened to my team. And and I just and so I still, so for those that are curious, he's talking about the Browns and the Steelers. Um, yeah, that first quarter was uh, unlike anything that I have ever seen. You could turn the game off <laughs> as soon as that first quarter was done, and and it was like you, I, you I know, know many Steeler fans who did. Uh, yeah, I I will admit, like the game was still on. I went about my evening. I mean, I just there was no coming back from twenty eight nothing, and it was. A shit show from the word go. I mean, it- so I got to tell you, in an ass kicking like that, at no point in time did me nor any Browns fan on the planet feel comfortable until the final interception. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it, the Steelers- like we we were beating their ass and it didn't matter. The Steelers- we just always felt like the collapse was coming. And then Al yeah. Michaels, a man I love, a man I worship, at tw- twenty eight to nothing, was like, well. There was the last time they made a playoff game, and they were up twenty-seven to seven in the last four minutes of the game, and somehow found a way to lose it. And I'm thinking, I've why would you put that juju on my entire life? And uh, now I want to set you on fire. So it, it, the closest that it got, uh, it got, it got down to thirty-five to twenty-three uh, towards the end of the third quarter. Chubb catches a forty-yard touchdown pass from Baker. Uh, to make it 42-23 early in the fourth. And then immediately, the Steelers go right back down the field and make it 42-29. to um, And then, of course, the Steelers never got any closer than that. Um, I mean, the final score, 48-37. But that was with a minute nine left in the ballgame. I mean, it was it was done. Uh, I, you know, and Terry said, I, I had to be at work at 4.30 this morning. After they got to 28-0, uh, to I just went to bed early. Uh yeah, there's a lot of people that did, I think. Yeah, I'm um, sure. I'm sure. You know, it, it, Carlos, as much as it hurt that my Bears lost, I'm so happy that the Steelers got exposed as the frauds that they have been all year, and I can say that with confidence. Yes. 11 and 5, 11 and 0 is the new 28 3. Uh, very much so. Very much so. 11 and 0. They um, finished that season 1 and 5. Matt said, Do you think the NFL will do something to ensure Breeze goes to the Super Bowl in his last no. season? No. no, I don't believe that happens in the, in the NFL. The other I think option. the NFL is not college football. They let the die cast, and where they fall, they fall. The well, I will say this: it doesn't. There's no bad option. Like no, I mean, right, right now, there's not. I mean, you don't want the Rams if if the Rams are going to be what they are right now. But that's the only team the NFL would be devastated about showing up for the uh, to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, even still, though, I mean, LA. Big market. No, like, no, because LA doesn't bring a big market. LA doesn't bring any fans. Yeah, that's true. Buff- Buffalo is is literally like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction the size of LA, and and they will have nineteen million people more than LA has ever had show up for a Super Bowl. I, I will tell you this: um, I the matchup that I think that they want uh, is Aaron Rodgers against Patrick Mahomes. I think. Well, that's yeah, that's the that's the matchup they want. Yeah. So and, and now, but the Breeze, two one seeds, Breeze would be fine, and and the Bills would be fine, and I'm going to tell. You know, I actually the disagree Browns with that. would be great. I actually disagree with that. I I think who they want is they want Tom. 
because Tom Brady's right. There's a reason NBC picked what I thought was going to be a really boring, really bad football game as the game of the night on Saturday because Tom rates. Yes, he does. Yes, Tom does. rates way more than Aaron Rodgers right now. He just does. He still does. Uh, <laughs> Crash 99 said it'll be one big State Farm commercial with Rodgers and Mahomes. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Can we talk about how big of an asshole he is to that dog? Yeah, so I, every time I watch it, I'm like, man, why would you? What person, what what kind of dick would be playing fetch with a dog and then just throw it to where the dog can't get it? <laughs> Can we talk about that? Does anybody ever think about that at all? This guy's I, a I prick. Have, yeah. <laughs> Call your mama and quit being mean to dogs. He's mean to his mom and his dog. What? Yeah, that's. How do we find this guy likable at all? That's that's next. Yeah, level. he's really good at football. That's, he's that's, also a dick. <laughs> Uh, Matt said the vegans in L.A. would protest that the football is not non-GMO organically made by medicine men in Arizona to benefit underprivileged children. God. Uh, Terry, Buffalo will have thousands of people jumping through burning tables at halftime if they're winning. Uh, That's true. That is true. Uh, I do think, by the way, I do think that uh, the NFL would be totally fine with the Browns going. To oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I really do think outside of the Rams, if there's a world where they don't get Aaron Donald and and they don't have golf, it, A, I don't think that team can make the Super Bowl. But that's the only team the NFL would be actually really upset if they made it right now. Everybody else brings star power or incredible storyline. Everybody else left gives you greatness across the board in some form or fashion to where the NFL is like, this is going to be one of the best rated Super Bowls we've ever had. Um, so a lot of, a lot of talk last night uh, to finish off the Cleveland-Pittsburgh talk. Okay. A lot of talk last night about whether or not this was Ben Roethlisberger's last game. Um, uh, nope, I just found that out today. This is not going to be his so, last well, game. Let, let me talk about his stats right quick. Now, obviously, he All was right. in catch-up mode the entire evening. 47 out of 68. Passing, 68 passes in this game, threw for 501 yards, four touchdowns, and four interceptions. Um, it it might, should be. I'm not saying that, it, like, he is a little washed up. Like, we we all get that. He, he's just not he's as, completely washed. Yes, I, I think the Steelers would be better with a, with a rookie quarterback uh, building towards the future as opposed to rolling through another year of Roethlisberger. However, that... Likely will not happen because of this. Chris, you have the floor. Uh, yeah, I realized today, because I was trying to think, okay, he's under contract next year. If he retires, what happens to dead money, or does that go, like, that, that doesn't hurt the team, whatever. So he's probably going to retire or not. Uh, no, Ben Roethlisberger is not retiring. Um, ben Roethlisberger is owed forty. $1 million to play football for the Steelers next year. Ben Roethlisberger will be trying to get that money, okay? $41 million for one year's work for that guy, for that washed-up quarterback. Are we kidding ourselves? He lost to the Bengals. He he would be really dumb not to come back. Now, now the Steelers... If they cut him and go with the quarterback, they take a cap hit of only $23 million. So what I really want is for him to try to get that money, and then I want the Steelers to cut him so we can all watch that happen. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Darren McArdle jumps in. Do you like the idea of Baltimore versus New Orleans in the Super Bowl? I'd be fine with that. I mean, I'd be fine with it. Would I bet on that? No. Would I pick that? No. Would I? Yeah. 
enjoy that over many, many, many other storylines? No. Yeah. Not as no, it'd be it'd be fun to see Lamar Jackson it, against it, it, Drew Brees. Like I said, as long when you take the Rams out of this equation, there really are no bad options. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to watch some guy trying to be an accountant and not get to watch Aaron Donald. Okay. There you go. There you go. Simple enough. Um and then McKinnon, of course, uh oh Chris is on another Aaron Rodgers tirade. Uh, I just don't know why he's addicted to that dog, man. Or his mama. Or his mama. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Crash said, what if Roethlisberger went to the Patriots? But he won't. He no, won't he's not him. going anywhere. Yeah. He, when when they cut him, he his contract does not follow him, by the way. Okay. Agreed. So when they cut him, no other team, all 31 teams will walk away. Yeah. Just like when Cam Newton gets released this year, all 32 teams will say, thanks. Like you, you've had we're, a good run. We're good. Maybe, maybe go hang it out. Like yeah. that, that'd be fine. Uh, if Steelers cut him, uh, he will pull a Brett Favre and sign with the Jets, and that would be awesome, says Terry. Oh my God! If he does go to the Jets, that that God. would actually be enjoyable because that's a terrible team. It it most certainly is. It most certainly is. All right. Is there anything else we need to hit on? Nope. I think that's it. We're good. It's time for me to go pregame. Um, Damien said Big Ben could go to the XFL and coach. Maybe. Ah, eh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what he would do. I, my guess is he would take that cash and go chill on a beach and just hang out with uh, with much younger women, I would imagine. So, either way, no, he's married now, isn't he? Yeah, he's married. Yeah, he's, hey, Roethlisberger? Yeah. Yeah, he's married. That's yeah. never stopped rapists before, though. God, dog, man. Brutal. Br- <laughs> Look, man, I'm Allegedly. Just, Allegedly. I, no, yes, ale- you're right. You're, that is exactly right. Allegedly. But I've done enough criminal investigations through 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 my background, and I'm going to tell you, that first one, I don't know enough about the second one. The first one, 100% happened. Allegedly, 100% happened. Allegedly. Allegedly. All right. If anybody doesn't get, uh, doesn't get that reference, go and watch Letterkenny. Uh, if you're not I have no idea what that is. It's, it's a TV show. So it's I did a, not get that. Yeah. From Let, there. Letterkenny. Really funny show. Chris and I have talked about this in our group chat multiple times. Chris doesn't have any idea what it is. It's a Canadian TV show. It's hilarious. No idea. So uh, you reference things, but you don't I tell know. me what you're referencing them from. It's a, it's it's a. So I just think you stroke out a little bit every now. And I, then. I do every now and then. <laughs> I really do. Sometimes it's not even a reference. It's just me stroking out. It is what it is. Matt said Ben does not take no for an answer. Hey, you're probably not. right. Probably right about that. All right, let's get out of here. I've got to go start pre-gaming. i got to get this house ready because uh, i got a couple of buddies coming over tonight. So, <sighs> what a wonderful show. Uh, I, myself and Chris both appreciate everybody um, that jumped in the chat today. You guys are fantastic. Thank you for always doing that. Thank you for sharing out the show. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button for us. Share the show out. Tell your friends about it, all that good stuff. And, of course, make sure you watch the uh, the ball game tonight because we'll be talking about it a little bit on Wednesday along with our NFL picks. Make sure you jump back in with us. Grab the podcast. Leave a nice review. All that good stuff. Uh, Damien said, whoa, whoa, stroking out. Too much information. Uh, no, not stroking out like you guys are ridiculous. No, 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 listen, we're not God tubing bless. it, okay? We're like, tubing it. That's like, like, the <laughs> medical, like the medical stroke. Like I'm stroke. having a stroke. Like... God bless America. These Damn guys. kids, man. At <laughs> our age, at our age, I'm more concerned about an actual medical stroke than I am somebody rubbing their dong on, on <laughs> Zoom. Okay. That would not be offensive or bother me at all, as opposed to I assume somebody's about to die because that's probably what's going to happen to me one day. These guys are ridiculous. I swear, the people that we surround ourselves with, 
Uh, I, sometimes a, are very it questionable. Is, it is kind of spectacular, though, right? It, it really is. It, it makes it's the, not boring. It makes the it's show much more entertaining. I will say that. So, all right, you guys go and check out our college football playoff national championship preview video on YouTube. Just search out SBR Picks, or you can find our articles and the video over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Of course, like I've said before, winningcureseverything.com is our website. You can find everything you need to know about us over there. Follow us on social media. Follow us uh, everywhere that you need to be following. All that good stuff is what it is. All right, let's get out of here. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And by God, hopefully, we can cash some tickets this evening. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com. Or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.